So this is Geek Therapy, and Josue and Lara this week continue to talk about the Geek Therapy Library. Okay, and then, all right, so, all right, so, you know, I realized that last week, um, and maybe, I don't know, maybe every episode, I haven't introduced us, because ju- we just start talking. We do just it. start talking. Yeah, so, um, Josue Cardona, Lara Taylor, what's up, Lara? What's up, Josue? <laughs> uh, I'm, a, I'm a little under the weather, so just let me know if something I say doesn't make sense, or I'm too congested, and the words don't sound like words. Do you ever speak words that sound like words? Thank you. Thank you. Yep. That's my job. <laughs> Give you a hard time. Between you and Nina, you know, um, who needs enemies? No. Right. <laughs> Good frenemies. That's oh, yeah. what you need. Best frenemies. All right. So I see you You did do two, um, two updates to the library this week. I did two yep. of the updates I was supposed to do weeks ago. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're all caught up. You don't know me anything. No, I'm because... not all caught up. I still owe you one. <laughs> Which one? Which one are you missing? I am missing X Men. Or did I? Do oh, X-Men? that's right. No, no, no. That you're right. You did uh, Force Awakens and um, and which was the other? And Star Wars. Um, you said Force yeah. Awakens. And I'm like I Star did, Wars. Did. <laughs> <laughs> it's the same um, thing. Yeah, so you know, I, I was—I've been thinking about um, the Force Awakens. This week, I saw Jupiter Ascending. You ever watch it? No. So that is the Wachowskis' uh, latest film. Some say it may be their last film, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm a—I'm a huge Wachowskis fan, like for for so many different reasons. Um, I, I love them so much. And I You know I've I been at a bar with them before, right? What? <laughs> did you t- did you talk with them? Or? No, 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 no. Um really popular uh bar in the city that closed down. They uh they were there for the closing party and I was too. Oh uh, in in San Francisco. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I mean I I, I love the Matrix sequels. I love everything that ever happened related to the Matrix, even the Matrix online. I don't care what anybody says. And um, whatever. Man, <laughs> yeah. Well, anyway, that that's a, that's another story. But the uh, so I watched the Jupiter Ascending, and it was okay. It was okay. I think it's a beautiful movie. Like I love so many elements of it. I want to know more about that world. But the something that I read about the movie was that they. The Wachowskis wanted a kind of a space opera with a female protagonist. Mm. Now, if I hadn't seen Force Awakens before I saw Jupiter Ascending, Mm -hmm. I probably would have been a little more impressed. But the Force Awakens just does that a million times better. Um, So it was kind of it was kind of so basically I don't need to see Jupiter Ascending. No, no, no. I wouldn't say anybody (laughs) needs to see it. Yeah, definitely. But it's definitely not even even though that was their goal, I don't feel like I'm not even sure if I'm gonna make an entry about it because maybe maybe I would just I might put it down as a um you know, as a as a strong I don't even think she's decorated like a female role model. I mean, but she she is, I guess it's better than 
I love how you're talking yourself out of this and then back into it and then yeah. out of it. Yeah. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> help me help. Help. Um, yeah. So so that's that's one thing um, I saw recently. Have you watched any – let's go. Like, Have you watched any movies uh, since the last time we spoke? I saw Finding Dory opening night. Ooh. Is yeah. that one – do you think that one's going into the library? It sure is. Um, oh. I would probably need to watch it again to, like, flesh out, but I would definitely put some stuff in there okay. um, now. Um my cats are dropping things right now. Um, <laughs> but Finding Dory, um, the first five minutes of it, like, made me cry. And I'm not a big movie crier, but it made oh. me cry. I was like, I I can't handle this. I don't know if I can watch the rest of this movie. <laughs> and uh, I did, of course. It was a good movie. Okay. Um, I don't know. It's so new. I don't want to spoil anything for anybody that's listening, but um, yeah, yeah, don't, don't. But but, but, but there's some good. But there like are some good kind of themes, themes like uh, trying to find yourself and um, finding family and what the idea of family is, whether it's your your biological family or your given family or your like your chosen family, your adopted family. Um, and different uh, different ways those families can be different things for you and okay. how everyone's can be important to you that's in your life that's a close friend. Uh, okay. They can be family. Awesome. Okay. And there's also, you know, Dory is Dory and can't yeah. remember anything, which is <laughs> awesome. Um, and there's a lot of people out there that can relate to that. So. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Okay, cool. Um, I know you watch Warcraft too. Anything do you think you'll add that? Warcraft. Um mm. there's some stuff in there. Um I liked um you know how in in the Warcraft movie you end up having the Alliance and the Horde trying to which are supposed they're orcs and humans, they're not supposed to get along. Um <laughs> and they end up coming together to try and well, at least some of them come together and try and um, battle this big, bigger evil. Okay. Um, there's a lot of different ideas about peace um, okay. and what you should do for peace. Um, what, whether the ends justify the means. Um, there's some surprise villains in that one. Um, anyone who's read the Warcraft lore um, play the games should probably know but um, there's ideas about um, examples of losing control and not being in control of your body gotcha. um, okay. and, that sounds important yeah. yeah and also like not realizing what you've done and coming back and waking up and being like I don't even know what I did I don't know these horrible things I did gotcha. um and that's important. Um, <clears throat> yeah. Okay. What else? All right. So, so it sounds like there's, there's a, a lot few, of good. A there's, a, there's some good okay. stuff. Okay. There's some good stuff. It was okay. a good movie. Wasn't the best movie, in my opinion, yeah. but it was it was pretty good. That's total the, that's fan the, service, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's and, and which with that just, kind of movie makes it. I mean, is, 
they're trying to play to their fans. They have a huge fan base. And yeah, yeah. a lot of people have been waiting a long time for that movie and for a good video game movie. So Yeah. It, it's already the most financially successful video game movie ever. Which, That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Which um, I don't know what comes second. <laughs> but the, you know, you're right. At, at its peak, WoW had, what, 15 million subscribers simultaneous? Is that right? Yeah. Right? I mean, I don't, I don't know if that number is accurate. But it, it was in yeah. the millions. So, and, I th- and now it's at about half that. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, which is like seven. I, th- I think that's about right. I think it was like 15 million was its peak. So just imagine at least 15 million people in the world played it at one point and probably have some sort of interest in, in the movie. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that sounds that – sounds, it's good to know that there's – you know, it's still – it fits into with the kind of stuff that we're at least right now looking at because uh, – I mean, and and we'll talk about this in the future, but there are – we have to either expand or rein in some of the experiences and the themes, I think. Yeah. Because some of them, I mean, we might want to group some of them together. So that's, yeah. right? I think I, I, I keep finding that. And, and then elaborate more on it in the detailed part, like the insights yeah. part. Yeah, yeah. Because otherwise we have like this drop down of 50 different things. And we have to like look at more like global things that we can look at. Um and one day we can dive deep into that. But but at least the way things are written now and the way we're looking at things, it looks like that's that's good. Um, oh, another movie I saw this week. I'd never watched it before. Uh, is Ted two? I never Ted? watched the first one. Okay, so so uh, like Seth MacFarlane, the creator of Family Guy and of Ted and the voice of Ted, is is actually part of my like geek therapy's origin story because. Really now? To, yes, because <laughs> I loved Family Guy so much. And it was the first TV show that I ever – I remember thinking back when TV on video was a rare thing. Right now everything comes out on video or, or, or on demand. But uh, there was a time when not every TV show was on video. And right. I remember telling my stepbrother, listen, if Family Guy ever comes on DVD – I'm I'm buying this and and I just want to rewatch these episodes. I love this show so much. And it did. <laughs> and 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 I bought them like the days they came out and they did this weird stuff with their vo- volumes instead of seasons. Anyway, but I I was like obsessed with Family Guy. I loved it so much. So, but but then I didn't have anybody to talk to about it. So I kept wanting to make these references and it was one of the first times that I that I ever felt that I related to different scenes or, or that certain scenes were expressing something that I was thinking or feeling in a way that was better than I could possibly put it into words. So I found myself telling people or, you know, or saying out loud, like, oh, I feel like that moment when this happened or, oh, like this is like, like that thing. And nobody understood me. And that was so, so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so sad, and really, and and again, like the when I go back, it's always Family Guy. Um, anyway, so fast forward <laughs> many years later, and I watched Ted Two. I really liked Ted One. Ted Two, I thought was hilarious. I really like Seth MacFarlane's uh, humor, and b- believe it or not, uh, like the movie is about is about civil rights, <laughs> and but it does it in such a raunchy and possibly offensive way. <laughs> that yeah, 
that I'm not sure because the 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 idea is that he's a toy, and he meets a girl and he gets married, and then um, the state declares that he's not really a person, so he's not allowed to get married, he's not allowed to have a job, so they kind of like they undo his marriage to his wife, and so there's some obvious parallels to actual civil rights. Um, right situations and and they do bring up civil rights a lot. It's a comedy movie, but I think that's what allows it. It's it's so you know fantastical and 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 it's just a comedy. You know, it's it's ridiculous, but at the same time, I think it allows to talk about subjects in in a way that you can, you know, maybe somebody who's really resistant to talking about um, civil rights or racism or some sort of prejudice towards any specific group of people, you could talk about it kind of and frame it in this ridiculous way and just kind of get to to have an interesting conversation. So maybe this would be more for education than it would be for therapy. Mm-hmm. But I think I think it could work. Yeah. That sounds like uh Zootopia. Did you see Zootopia? Oh I haven't seen it yet. No. Oh, it's so good. Okay. Yeah, no, I know. It's ninety nine percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. It's, I don't know. I don't know who's the one person who didn't like it, but it's so good. And I wasn't expecting so much like social commentary and talking about um, balance between groups of people, or, or in this case, groups of animals. But oh, it was so good. Yeah, I, loved I, might, it. I might watch it this weekend. Actually, you should. Yeah, I, I want to watch it. Um, okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So those are those are the ones I I saw recently. Like I said, I don't know if I'll put Jupiter Ascending in, but I'll definitely put Ted because I I think there's value there. There's potential value. This library it even messed up. I can't even watch a comedy without thinking about <laughs> how valuable it can be to society or to people. Um, comedy okay. is valuable. Yes, for many in general, reasons. comedy yeah. is valuable. Yeah. Um, so, so that's the movies I saw. And so I have, I do have a couple more things. Do you have anything else that you've watched or read? That you um, I haven't been doing a lot of reading. I said yeah, I was going to do some reading, but I've been yeah. super busy. Yeah. Um, but we've been watching the, uh, the fourth season of Orange is the New Black. Gotcha. Oh, that show is amazing. Yeah, I, I'm. I'm behind. There's a, there's a few like uh, I want to do stuff for the library, but the problem with this like it's the same binge watching thing I have before. If I watch more than one episode, I can't keep track of what's in the episode and what I need to to write. Right, down. So 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 let's bring something up. So because I I read an article this week uh, specifically about Sophia's character and kind of what she's going through in this season. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm um, I'm only a few episodes in. So okay. but yeah. Yeah, so I haven't again. I haven't seen the season. Um, I love the show. I kind of I started watching season three. I think by episode two, I was like, "This doesn't feel right." Mm-hmm. So I I stopped. But I hear so many good things about season four. I I do. I've always wanted to go back. I just haven't. There are I some will. things that up. they didn't handle so well in season three that are finally addressed in this season. So okay, cool. Um, and yeah. I will I will watch it because I think I think it's like just the cast is unbelievable. I think the show is really really good. And a um, lot of the one-liners are so great. They're <laughs> so good. <laughs> All right. So, so my question to you is, um, thinking specifically about Sophia, in a case like, um, like, like you know, we are binge-watching or in – like happens in comic books uh, to us a lot. Like a story arc can have many different um, issues or 
you know, there are some things that are just repeated over and over again over mm-hmm. years in different comics. Um, how do you feel about having a different kind of entry for characters versus individual episodes or series? If we somehow made that clear, like if we link, like we could even link to the character in the main, like if we say we had Orange is the New Black and we had like strong female role models or whatever, Mm -hmm. or LGBT issues or whatever, and mention the character in there, mention Sophia and link it to her page if someone's looking for more of that, that would be kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm thinking because let's say, again, I I read about stuff Sophia's going through. I think a lot of people could, you know, um, relate to some of the things that she's going through. Some of it is very specific to things that happen in prison. Right. Um, so, but let's just let's just assume, right, that the, that it, uh, people who who are in prison or have been in prison are relating to it, and or even people who have family <clears throat> members who are in prison. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Who who this is like. Um, Right, that the that the justice system is a part of their lives, right. and so maybe there are many episodes where there are situations that come up, but the 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 character herself has themes and has all these mm-hmm. things going on, and it's like we've seen her flashbacks mm-hmm. over the course of three three or four seasons, three seasons now, right up to now four. Funny story, (laughs) I read online recently that uh, Laverne Cox, who plays Sophia, her twin brother plays her in the flashback scenes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. I didn't know that. And that's so brilliant. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. Yeah, yeah. um, That was uh, like a big, a big thing. And um, yeah, I remember hearing that back in season one. Yeah. And and so and so her her background is very interesting. So kind of an entry as a character. And of course, I'm thinking also about um, characters with a, much, with a much longer history, something like a Batman, like a Superman, like a Wonder Woman. Right. Um, just thinking about a character like Ray, who we have one movie with her and one, I believe there's one novel that um, looks at her before The Force Awakens. But mm-hmm. we're going to have her in two more movies. Comic books. And comic books and uh, I'm sure there'll be a cartoon series, you know, like we'll have a yeah. lot more about Ray than just um, episodes and movies. So, you know, so there, there'll be like overarching themes um, of a character. Mm-hmm. And then <clears throat> maybe if you're looking for a specific character to look at, and then, you know, obviously there's a link back and forth. So that character is present in, look at all these different places where you can see her. Right. Video games. <laughs> <laughs> so there'll be, there'll be a lot of Ray. So, do you feel like that's something? Do you feel that? So, I think I think it's something that would be very helpful. I think it would be good. It's like say when I'm searching something on IMDb, um, yeah. and I want to see what movies someone is in, or I want to see a list of movies or a list of actors, and like I can go back and forth between the movies and the actors. I can see all the movies one actor has been in or all the actors that have been in one movie and kind of move between the two. Um, one of the, one, one example that um, I'm sure I've mentioned on the show uh, 
a long time ago, but I'm sure I've mentioned it before, was uh, one of the first times I ever had another therapist come to me and ask me about a character that their client was talking about. Mm-hmm. And uh, specifically, this this person asked me, like, oh, this kid came up to me and said that he feels like the Hulk. What does that mean? <laughs> and so imagine that person not having me, but being able to go to the library and look up Hulk and then see, oh, like... All kinds of different scenarios that yeah. this character has been in. Yeah. yeah, but even without going into the specific episodes, you just read, right. like, oh, generally associated with anger, um, uh, loss of control, that type of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So I think... I've had a couple of situations like that. Um, in my office, I am the... I am the resident, like, geek... I mean, there's a lot of you other people. Be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of other people that like geeky things, and they're all about like, when are you going to Comic Con? How do I get to go to Comic Con and stuff like that? And they're excited um, when I go to different conventions and bring back um, freebies for their clients and things like that. Um, but I've had a couple of times specifically um, had people ask me, "What do you think?" Um, what do you think this kid might like as a book? He really likes comics. I don't know um, what he would like. Um, And so I kind of got a history of the kid um, and ended up um, suggesting uh, Daredevil Yellow. Yeah. Um, For this kid, he was injured in a, in a incident with a gang member and, um, he originally wanted to be an MMA fighter. So I was like, oh, this is great because Daredevil kind of gets, he like goes blind and he, and he, and his dad's a boxer. And it, it was just the kid after getting this book. Um, and he didn't really want to talk to my coworker much. He wasn't really opening up to her. But once she read the book and he read the book and they talked about it later, it kind of brought them together and he was crying. Um, and gave it and, and said, thank you so much for giving this to me. I really like this book. Um, and that was kind of like their catalyst to being able to work together. Um, and then I've had other people ask me, um, you know, uh, I have a, had a classmate who works at a different agency and he emailed me a month or two ago and was like, I'm working with this kid. He has these certain issues. Um, what comic do you think I should get? And I ended up, um, it had the, the kid had a lot of issues surrounding being bullied. And, um, my go-to for that was Spider-Man. Um, Mm -hmm. and, or there was also, I think I suggested X-Men, but I told him I haven't read a lot of it. I don't know what's age appropriate for this kid necessarily. Um, so you can, bring those suggestions to your local comic shop and they can tell you what's age appropriate and what might have these kind of stories. Um, But if we had these things on the library, which is what we're trying to do, he would be able to go to the library and look up the character and then like be able to find something that's appropriate for a 10 year old or. um, Yeah. Like the, the devil, the daredevil example is great because maybe, maybe that I've never read Yellow, but I know mm-hmm. it's more uh, – it's probably more mature than than um, some of the other Daredevil comics. Yeah. But it's 
probably not as mature as the series, you know? So right. maybe you wouldn't want to show uh, a person of a certain age the TV series. Um, yeah. But maybe, maybe like... Listen, but Daredevil my- Yellow, that <clears throat> book was being given to an 18-year-old. So. Gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but I was going to say that in, in my office, I had a television set up specifically for this reason. So mm-hmm. that maybe I could show an episode, you know, or a scene from... Uh, the Daredevil TV show instead yeah. of using the comic, but if you know you don't have that luxury, then then you could you could do you know you could do the comic. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. So so then my question is, do you think we should work on that? I think that's a good now? idea. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Well, because I think I so guess here, we should so have you... the option to do it because if we're putting stuff in as we're consuming it yeah yeah then the those are things we need to like okay to think about so so here's my thought just um just right now this is the way i'm thinking of it i'll change the form that nobody can see but you and i sorry listeners (laughs) right um and what i'll do is the when we start it it'll look like do you want to input a do you want to make a character entry or a i don't know a regular entry Right. Or content entry. Content and character sounds good. Okay. I don't know. We can change that. And then depending on which one you choose, it'll take you to the – the content entry will take you to the form we had before, and the other one will just bring you to a different one. So then in the content, maybe we need to have a place where we can, like, list out the important characters so that later we can know who we need to link back to. So, yeah, yeah. So Okay. So – this is my opinion on that is I want to keep our form as simple as possible. Sure. Because we're still once we do the input into the the actual library, mm-hmm. then we can do that kind of tagging. That's true. I think and going back and forth because the the more difficult or, it, yeah. or the more detailed that our entry is the less likely we are to finish it, I think. That's true. So, sound good? Okay. So, yeah, because I, I had all can, these plans yeah. to do all those entries, like three <laughs> the three entries I was supposed to do, plus a couple more the other night, and I got through two, and I was like, I'm done. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, this has been – this week has been um, – there's been a lot of content this week that made me think, man, I want to write something. And then it reminded me of things from the past. Like, I don't know if um, watching Finding Dory made you remember things about Finding Nemo that – you thought, oh, maybe, maybe I should, um, maybe I should rewatch Finding Nemo and put that and put stuff from that in. There are so happen? many things, like yeah. even the short, even the short film before oh. <laughs> Finding Dory was so good, um, and there was no words in it. It was gotcha. all about a little sandpiper. Um, <sighs> And it was cute. All right, don't tell, don't tell me anything. I won't, I won't tell you the rest. I won't tell you anything about it except that it's good. Okay. okay. And it gives you the feels. Oh. All the feels. Yeah. And then it leads you right into Finding Dory where the first five minutes are like, I want my mommy. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let me tell you what my week has been like. Do you watch Game of Thrones? I am not caught up on the newest season. Okay. But you do watch it. I do watch it. Okay. <sighs> okay. Here, here's, here's, yeah. I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go spoiler free. Spoiler free, okay. Yeah, okay. I've and already got some spoilers, but I don't. No, yeah. I'm not gonna. Go, I'm not gonna go major spoilers. I'm just. There was a scene, okay. Okay. Where a, there were a few different characters talking, 
Right. And they all, um, there was this really interesting part in that conversation where they all um, commented on the fact, or one person commented on the fact that all of them had fathers that were terrible. Okay. And that they, their fathers all left the world worse than when they received, when they arrived. And that they all had an opportunity to make it better and do things differently. Now I'm all like, who was there? Oh, you, <laughs> but you I, even, it's pretty I crazy. Know. You won't even, I was looking at the scene and I was like, I never thought ever mm-hmm. that these people, I won't even tell you how many of them there are, that all these people would be in the room at the same time and connect on this one thing that they all have in common. But uh, anyway, it's it's fantastic. Anyway, awesome. so I'll, 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 I'll leave it at that. But um, I think that that's a very powerful moment, right? Um, again, it's one of those things where, like, you're, you're, you're finding something to connect in. And this idea of, you know, living up to, to your parents, to these adults in your life, and, and realizing that you have a choice, that you can do things differently. That's that, super important to know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so this reminded me of one of my favorite Marvel comics, The Runaways. Have you ever read The Runaways? I have not read The Runaways. It is on my to-read shelf right now. So the Runaways is fantastic because it the premise behind it is that there's all these kids whose parents get together. Um, I think it's once a year they all meet, and so all these kids see each other like once a year, and at one of their houses. And this year they're, they're all a little older; they're teenagers now. They start snooping around the house, and they find a secret passageway, and then they find all of their parents in this meeting room, and they're all dressed really weird because their parents are all supervillains. They're actually this group of supervillains and the kids didn't know. And in kind of the best like form of teenage rebellion, they the the kids of all these supervillains become superheroes. Um, because some of them have abilities. Some of them discover that if they're like they start questioning if my parents have these abilities, do I have abilities? Um like one of their parents has tech, so they realize it. You know, they get access to the tech anyway. So um, I just love these teenagers responding to finding out that their parents are evil. With instead of like being evil too, they decide to be good. It's fantastic, um, and that then reminded me of the Descendants. Uh, no, no, no. no. Um, reminded me of uh, the character of Stephanie Brown, the spoiler. Okay. In DC Comics, who uh, she when we. She's a spoiler now, but before the New 52, she was Batgirl. And before that, she was a spoiler. <laughs> and the reason why she was this character called a spoiler, um, the name comes from her wanting to spoil her father's plans. And her father was a villain. Right. I forgot the name of, I forgot the name of her, of her father, like her, his, his villain name. But it was Stephanie Brown, one of my favorite characters who made me think about the character entry option because I can't remember and I didn't feel like looking up. (laughs) Um, What issues, yeah. What issue was the first, like what was the first appearance of spoiler? And luckily there's lots of wikis that can help me with that. But I've never read those, but I know enough about her story to know that she, that's what motivated her, you know? Mm -hmm. And kind of a quick entry to get her started as a character um, because even if even if my entry for her as a character is very basic and very small, there's still Google. You know, like you can still find out other things about a character like that. That um, 
I don't know what what would you do, can you think of a term for kind of going against that negative um so so I, I use the term negative role models a lot. Yeah. Um but is there a word for like opposing that negative role model with a positive? No. I can you know what there probably is? I, I, yeah, I don't know if there is or not. <laughs> wow. What 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 psych professionals are we? <laughs> hey. There's a lot of jargon out there. Yeah, and I'm still learning. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe um, I'll come across it when I'm studying for my test. <laughs> for my license. Sure. Exam. Sure. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we could make one up. <laughs> we could. Yeah, this is an opportunity. All right. So uh, I also read a couple well, a couple more things. I did, I did uh, read Detective Comics Rebirth. I haven't you, read that one, but I, I told you that. You told me about it. I, I th- told you about <laughs> it. it. I haven't read that one. It's, my wife read that, not me. <laughs> oh, oh, it's it's so good. It's exactly what you told me it was. I don't remember if you told me on the show. She said um, it's all her favorite characters in one place. Yeah, yeah. All of and, them. <laughs> yeah. And, um, yeah, and it's it's the, it's it's this older generation of, it's all the Bat family um, in a way, and it's Batman and and Batwoman kind of training these younger people. That's and, really awesome. Oh, it's fantastic! You know, just like recognizing like this is then an example of positive role models and kind of mentorship. I don't know. It's it's really cool, and I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, a lot of my favorite characters, probably. Yeah, I think because it's Tim Drake. It's it's Red Robin. He's oh, I love <laughs> Tim Drake. <laughs> And Stephanie Brown, and I'm not a huge Cassandra Kane fan, but but I have nothing against her. So her tagging along doesn't bother me at all. I'm, I'm It's like all the Batgirls except um, Barbara Gordon, right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But but uh, like you have no idea how exciting it is for me to see Tim Drake with Stephanie Brown, but also seeing Batman with Batwoman. Um, right. And kind of and acknowledging their connections and everything. I don't know. It's it's great because uh, their their story is really interesting. Because Batwoman was saved from a mugging by Batman, and That's she right. kind of she's kind of inspired by that. To and I, one of the things that I love about Batman is is like that whole idea of Batman Incorporated, where he was gonna he where he essentially made a franchise of Batman and set up Batman all over the world. Um, mm-hmm. Like there were characters who were inspired. Like he, re- he finally realized that he was inspiring people, kind of that reluctant hero thing again. Yeah. Um, and he went all in. And but there's so many characters that are inspired by him. And Batwoman is one of those that she was inspired by him, but didn't feel the need to go to him. Right. And, and join the family, kind of like like Batgirl did some of that. Tim Drake completely, like, he practically stalked Batman. <laughs> but Batwoman and, is so important because she. She does it on her own. Exactly, exactly. She said she, she doesn't was like, you know need what? him. <laughs> exactly, but she still wears the emblem, kind of because the the bat symbol means something, right. and she wears it. But she she doesn't need him. Which but is, it's her which own bat symbol, yeah. which is yeah. different from his. Um, uh, technically, yeah, yeah. It's it still it is. It's stop it's it. A, <laughs> I know, but it's you know, it's still she could have been any other 
animal. <laughs> she still chose the bat. But anyway, but but again, she's her she's her own hero. She doesn't need him. And they've had those kind of confrontations. It's like this is this isn't about you, Batman. I'm just doing my thing. I'm doing my thing. I respect you doing your thing. I'm gonna be a bat. <laughs> just like you. Yeah. 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 Um okay, so I also started reading Faith. Man, you just keep reading everything. I feel like a slacker. <laughs> uh yeah, this is this is this is the week where <laughs> Lara um proves Shh. she's a slacker. Shh. All right, so so yeah, yeah. So Faith, have you have you ever read Faith or do you know about the character? Uh okay. Is it Faith like Buffy Faith or is it a different Faith? It's a different Faith. Okay, I have not read this. Okay, so Faith um, was interesting to me. I, I believe it's Valiant Comics. So I've never okay. read any Valiant Comics. And there was a superhero team, which right now I don't remember because I didn't write it down and I've never read. But um, she she gained some attention recently mainly because she's an overweight woman superhero. Okay. What? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She is. She's big. She's big, and um, that alone was interesting to me. So, Comicsology had a sale. I've always wanted to read some of her comics, and she was part of this team. And now she got her own solo book, and she can. I, I, as far as I can tell, her only superpower is that she can fly. Um, but she is a superhero. But just having an overweight superhero is, is incredible because right there's you know what there's there's nobody like if if you're overweight if you're fat there's very few people on screen to make you that you can identify with physically yeah forget superhero in like any comics unless it's like indie comics yeah you don't see that yeah do you have a computer in front of you yeah obviously i mean i know you do can you look her up faith i will Uh, look her up yeah don't drop your recording. <laughs> I, I won't. Okay. Still going. I'm going to okay. look up. I think it's Faith Valiant Comics. I think it's Valiant. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Faith Valiant Comics. Okay, she is, like, very different from any other superhero you would yeah, see. That looks yeah. really cool. Yeah. The and artwork so- is really cool, too. Yeah, yeah, and so I was um, – I started reading it, and, man, I got – like, there's a lot there in just that first issue. She's talking about, like, what it was like before. Um, she does have this – She she's in this relationship um, with this guy, and, like, she wants to be more of a hero, but he seems to, like, want to get more attention. And part of the – one thing that I, I haven't decided yet if it annoys me or if I like it is that instead of having um, thought bubbles, mm-hmm. you know, like most uh, superhero comics have, yeah. she ha- she's essentially tweeting out her thoughts. So the thought bubbles are actually tweets that she's sending out to to her fans. Okay, um, kind of like how on House of Cards, the show, they'll put up what's going on on the phones or whatever except that's actually on the phone this is just like she's tweeting out exactly what she's thinking well yeah and and but the idea is it serves the same purpose right it's like you're seeing a moment and then she's recapping it or, or saying what she thought but instead of it just being a thought 
it's 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 shown as a tweet. So I I'm I'm not sure if that annoys me or not. Some of the things that some of the ways they've used that I think has been really great. So just just on the visual alone, you know that idea that if you can't see uh, something, if you can't even imagine it, how can you possibly be it? You know, how can you right. even see yourself as somebody who could help other people or be a hero if you if you're fat, if you're overweight, if you have issues with your weight? Um, your body doesn't, or, or or you know, your body doesn't look like um, a superhero, which most people's doesn't. But at least um, you know we we don't we don't get that a lot. So that was really interesting. So I'm still I'm still reading the first couple issues, and I think I think there are going to be some interesting entries from from this Faith from comic book. Yeah, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'll 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 come back with with more about that. And and finally, I also picked up Paul Dini's Dark Knight. Ooh. Yeah, and I'm only I'm about 30 pages in and it is it is fascinating. It's I fascinating. think we picked that up last week too cuz he's going to be doing a signing at our comic local comic shop. Gotcha. Yeah, it came soon. out. I think it came out this, yeah, it came out this week, so it should be. Um, I don't think it came out last week, unless Maybe unless not. unless copies went out before. I don't know, but it's so it's a it's a graphic novel where I tried not to read a lot about it before, but I believe the the core story. It, it's called Dark Knight, but night as in not day, but night, not Dark Knight like Batman. A true okay. Batman story, <laughs> right? And uh, it's about he was he was attacked um, many years ago and beat up super super badly, and it's kind of how he dealt with that and that experience. So there's a lot of parallels to Dean Tripp's Something Terrible, which I just got in the mail recently. I haven't gotten it yet, but. Regardless of my Kickstarter feelings, I think something terrible is is an incredible book because it, it shows it shows someone going through a traumatic experience and how they used something in their lives to help them cope. And in in Dean Tripp's example specifically, how even to come to the realization of you know more positive self worth and well being and. And that type of stuff, and and the visual way that he does it is incredible. With, with hardly any words, he's able to pull you in and make you like anyone can relate to his story, even yeah. if they haven't had the the experience of being abused like that. It's just really powerful. Yeah, I actually um, I was able to. I went through all of something terrible to a group of psychologists in uh, Colombia in Spanish, and it was mm-hmm. a lot easier because there were no word bubbles. Right. Um, and I kind of narrated through it, and I've narrated it in English to therapists also to kind of show them the power of, of comic books as a, or any visual medium to kind of really convey um, a traumatic experience and the growth that can come out of it and kind of the power of these these symbols, these heroes. And for both of them, Batman was, was the one. So mm-hmm. that's kind of the parallel in the story. The way that Paul Dini does it is fantastic. He's right now I don't know who he's speaking to, but it's it's almost presented like a class. He's in a classroom, he's talking to somebody and uh-huh. he starts going through his life and puts it up as a storyboard. So he's going through these different storyboarded parts. 
and all of this is a, a comic book form. It's all it's all one big graphic novel. So he kind of like shows the storyboard, which is like lacks detail, but then he'll go deep into it, and then the the style changes. It's really, I mean, it's it's beautiful so far. It's it's incredible. If that and, isn't one we picked up recently, I'm gonna have to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, again, it's it's a it's a book. It's not. Um, it's like 130 pages, mm-hmm. and and he starts talking about being bullied when he was younger. He does this cool thing where he shows like a sketch of himself. You know, you know when you do like the the basic penciling uh, to do like the shapes, and then you draw a line down the middle so you can have symmetry in the faces and all that stuff. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm not an artist, so I don't know the, the terms. <laughs> I don't know, but don't I know you use. What's called blue line. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. So he sh- so he's got the blue lines, and then you see the sketch over it, right? Um, like the, the the dark, like the black ink uh, or pencil mm-hmm. over it. And he shows himself as a child, and he says, "Well, you know, I was actually kind of invisible." And then the next panel shows the same drawing, but you only see the blue line. You barely mm-hmm. see the other line. Like he erased it to show, like that he he felt invisible as a kid. Oh. So good, <laughs> good stuff, and like being bullied in, in anyway. But like how he found, um, you know, strength in this character of Batman and what it meant to him, and kind of how it helped him later on. So right now, I'm actually I stopped right in the uh, the attack part, but um, but I'll definitely want, report back. R- read it, read it, so we can do, discuss it. Yeah, I'll read it. Okay. Um, I, I'm actually going to the comic shop soon, so I will buy that. Tonight? Um, maybe. Tonight? <laughs> maybe. Maybe I think I'm going tonight. Um, okay. I want someone to do something like that for a character other than Batman. <laughs> like, so, but I wonder. Relating to a character other than Batman. I love <laughs> Batman, but he is not the end all be all. <laughs> so, you know, the documentary Legend of the Night. Have you watched yes, it? Yes, right? I saw it. I went um, to one of the screenings when it was traveling the country. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, great documentary. Uh, again, the same exact thing. People inspired by Batman. So he's actually doing one now about Superman. Yes. And it's a little different. Um, I think that it's... I, I believe that the Batman one was more about people who found strength in the character through yeah. hard times. And the Superman one is people who were inspired to do good acts because of Superman, I think. There don't, were a few of those in the in the Batman one, though. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There were too. Um, so, but yeah, but like, how many? It's just that Batman is such an iconic character. I know a universal character. It's hard. Like no other character has that much. Um, no other character has that much screen time, page time, anything time. I don't know. I want someone to find maybe a Harry Potter or something. Uh, but you know, there's some interesting Harry Potter stuff out there. There's a whole group that's mm-hmm. um, inspired by Harry Potter to do um, like charity events and 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 all sorts of uh, charitable things. And it's it's a group of Harry Potter fans, and they're kind of based around like the principles, like how. Oh, Kind of like what would Harry do type of stuff. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure that that exists for different characters. Yeah, Harry Potter is huge too, but he's also not – he's – at this stage, he's 
what, 15 years old? Like, there's 15 yeah, years of content. Yeah, no, I know. Batman it's not 75 Superman. years old. Right? Yeah, 75 yeah. years old. Wonder Woman, then. Come on. Uh, maybe. Uh, maybe. I don't know. I I just think there are so many other things out there that people can, that can inspire people. I know Batman is, I don't know. There's something special about Batman. Yeah, but um, again, but, but he's so known that many people can connect over that, too. That's true. So I mean, yeah. we had an assignment um, in one of my classes in grad school to create a treatment plan um, and and do different uh, types of things for a movie character, just so we wouldn't be using our own clients, and that way other people might in the class would be able to look at our work and understand um, where, like, help us out if we couldn't figure things out. Um, and I asked my, my teacher if I could use, uh, if I could do Batman and he was like, like he thought it was going to be a challenge for me. What? (laughs) And I was like, I was like, I could do, you know, like, like I could pick a certain movie or something. Cause we're supposed to base it off of a character in one specific movie or whatever. And he's like. I don't care what Batman you pick. Just just figure it out and it'll be a challenge for you. And it was so easy. And he was okay <laughs> with it because everybody in the class knew who Batman was. Yeah, yeah. Um, and we ended up doing an activity later in that class. And he was like, well, I guess I'm going to be helping you out with your assignment because I want to pick... Uh, a character for this example but no one uh, the most universally known character is batman um, so yeah <laughs> yep yeah it does mm-hmm. I, I i had an i had an assignment once in school where we're supposed to pick a character to represent um, a a disorder mm-hmm. and i went with a very uncommon disorder i went with fugue state um <laughs> Um, and I and I chose Cloud Strife from Final Fantasy VII. Okay, it was like it was like That's obvious, perfect. Yeah, it was obvious to me. <clears throat> so I picked that, and and it was yeah, my, my professor had no idea, <laughs> <laughs> no idea who who I was talking about. So yeah, Batman definitely universal. I got pretty lucky in school. A lot of my professors at least knew what I was talking about when I brought it up, and they really were actually lucky. pretty yeah. supportive. Yeah. Of all the this geek therapy stuff, we're um, getting there. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah. You know, and every now and then, I still get emails from from people who a big question that they have is like, how how do you find professors who are willing? You know, how do you find or how did you find you know somebody to you know be your thesis chair or something um that was open to this kind of thing because i keep getting resistance and the truth is that most still like the majority of stories that are here there's a lot of resistance so you know when you say you've been lucky i believe yeah, yeah you've been lucky you know a lot of people haven't been as fortunate and sometimes you just kind of deal with the cards you're dealt and maybe mm-hmm. maybe what you said you know using something as universal as batman is definitely one way to get to get to it don't use Cloud Strife as an example. Don't use Cloud Strife. <laughs> um, as popular as he is, it's not going to get you as far as as Batman or Superman, right? They're, they're very universal themes that you can that you can get to. And I would argue that um, 
because of Harry Potter's popularity, you could get away with um, using Harry Potter too. But but for the most part, you just use characters that you're you are also very familiar with, so you can answer questions and really prove. You're, the point that you're trying to make, whether it be that you know it's beneficial as an educational tool, as a therapy tool, and however you want to do that, just make sure you have stuff to back it up. And sometimes that's just like really being a huge nerd about that one character. Oh to yeah, to be able to to like you said, Batman. Like that was a, that wasn't difficult for me at all because you probably think of a few examples uh, in different mediums to showcase the example that you wanted. I'm guessing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's not even about, you just have to be confident with it. My thesis, um, in my program, we had to do a case study and um, write up a huge book on our, on a specific client. Um, And I was expecting them to tell me to focus on something else in the treatment of one of my kids. Um, But they really let me shine and highlight the work that I did um, because we get so many hours with our kids in my job. Um, I was able to take them to movies and things, and it was really cool to be able to take them to the movie and then talk about the movie and what it meant to them after. And so one of my kids was having a hard time with um, his relationship with his brothers, um, and we went to go see uh, Thor The Dark World. Uh, And that's got a lot of stuff in it um, with uh, Thor and Loki and is he on his side? Is he not on his side? Um, And hearing my client talk about, um, you know, you don't do that to your brother. That's just your, that's family. You don't, you don't do that. Um, And talking about why they do work together um, in the movie and what helps them. And it's like, they're working together because of their mother. Um, and he felt that way about his brothers. Like they came together when their mom was sick. Um, and so it was really cool and they were totally supportive about it. Um, and I had expected them to sell me to, um, focus on something different. Um, cause I mean, taking him to the movie was like one session, but we ended up talking about it for a month. Um, Yeah. So. That's why we do what we do. Yep. That's why we do what we do. Did I ever mention the, there's a couple books that came out 10, 15 years ago. Um, One of them is called Real Therapy, R-E-E-L, Therapy. I don't think I've heard about that one. So I have these three books. Um, I'll I'll send you information about them and maybe we can discuss them in the future because I think they're good examples to see also. They're, they're, I you know I look back at at their work and I look at something like at someone like uh, Lawrence Rubin, mm-hmm. and I feel like what we're doing is just you know like the two point or three of what they were doing. They were using the most popular medium at the time and 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 seeing the value of it and and even building kind of like these cases around them like oh you know I would prescribe a movie to a person and and then do just like you said like you saw that one. That one thing, and then you were able to work for a month on that insight, on that, on that feeling, and yeah, you know, that sounds like a productive month that you got through important stuff that it could have taken way, way longer if, if, if ever to to 
get to that point to talk about that in that way. Well, and it was easy for him to talk about it because we were talking about them, not about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so good. Yeah. yeah. All right, Slacker. Did you – is that – you got nothing else this week? I, I got nothing else this week. All right, all right. It's been That's a busy fine. week. I got you. I got it's you. I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Give you a hard time. I know, I know. Um, I, I kind of made up for, for it this week. You did. Wow. Now you got to do all those entries. I got to do some of those entries. Yeah. Next week. <laughs> next week. Hold me accountable. Um, I will. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Good meeting. Very good, good. meeting, Laura. Productive meeting. Yeah. Yeah. Super productive meeting. Well, we'll see. I did, I did. We did talk a lot. Let's see. In total, we've only done two entries this week. Really. <laughs> we'll but, but we could do more. Like we could actually do these entries. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. I will. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Then uh, we'll do this again next week. Bye. Next week. Bye.